These may be challenging times, but have hope and listen to the untold health stories about incredible people who have committed their lives to better their communities. Diverse health activists, direct medical providers, community organizers that are helping our communities to get healthier and stronger. Stories of local heroes during the pandemic and even before that proves over and over again that people can come together during times of need and make the world a better place. Stories you would never hear of, except at Healthcare Untold, hosted by Barbara Ann Garcia. Our guest today is Dr. Sandra Hernandez, the CEO of the California Health Foundation. Uh, Welcome to Healthcare Untold, Sandra. Always nice to be with you, Barbara Ann. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're always uh, grateful for you coming on. You know, we've had so many COVID-19 updates, and and now today uh, we really want to give our listening audience an update on some, uh, you know, some information about the triple respiratory viruses that include COVID-19 that many are suffering uh, from today, the flu and RSV, and of course, COVID-19. And because so many of the symptoms are similar, fever, cough, and uh, flu-like symptoms, um, can you help us with some self-care recommendations? And maybe we should, uh, because our uh, work with you has been around COVID-19, we can give an update for COVID-19 and then hit the other uh, viruses that have been impacting so many of us. Sure. Well, um, thank you again for having me. Yes, I think, um, you know, COVID-19, obviously, we've we've made great progress uh, with vaccine and vaccine availability. And uh, and that that goes all the way down to very young children. Um, uh, What I would say about COVID-19 is there's a lot of it still circulating. um, And it is typically these uh, two variants uh, B5, uh, uh, one and B, and, um, they are contagious. They're, they're very contagious again, respiratory. Um, and we have tools is what I would say to those. And the three, maybe four that I would name one is good judgment. We now know how COVID circulates, right? So as we're approaching Thanksgiving tomorrow and the holidays that follow, you know, uh, good judgment's always helpful. So you're going to be, in a large crowd indoors with poor circulation, masks really do help, really do work. Uh, and, and I would encourage people to continue to do that. Um, those variants do uh, have flu-like symptoms. They also tend to have a little bit more intense sore throat, which is a little less typical uh, for influenza. Uh, influenza tends to be a typical you know, fever, uh, myalgias, fatigue. Uh, all of which can also happen with with COVID-19, but it's a little more pronounced with COVID-19 to have a a very serious sore throat. That's a pretty, uh, leans a little bit towards COVID. That said, we also have tests for COVID-19. So really, if you think about it uh, from that vantage point, we we have masks, we have testing, uh, and we have treatment for COVID-19 now uh, with Paxlovid, uh, which is highly effective. I would say you still don't want to get COVID because some significant proportion of folks who get COVID end up with long COVID. So we really should try to interrupt the spread of COVID-19 with all the tools that we have. And so what I would say, you know, the the 
misconception around uh, the boosters and about vaccine in general for COVID is, gee, you know, I got vaccinated and I still got COVID. Well, yeah, you got vaccinated, but you got some immune protection from that vaccination, including from the boosters. So, yeah, it doesn't protect you from ever being infected. It protects you from uh, having a serious immunologic response to it or a very prolonged illness associated with it. So uh, what I would say is boosters really do work. They're safe. They're widely available. Um, and, you know, if, if, if we really want to interrupt spread of COVID, people would do, uh, you know, for protecting their families, their loved ones, their visitors, uh, their colleagues, uh, vaccinations and, and the booster, the bivalent booster, particularly for COVID-19 is well worth uh, getting. Um, so that's where we are with COVID. Uh, you know, for the last couple of years, because we've been in social isolation and we haven't been circulating, we haven't been traveling, uh, we largely have not been uh, as focused as we normally have been on influenza. And uh, there, too, we have very effective vaccines, and it looks like the vaccine that we have for flu uh, is working against the flu that has been circulating uh, in Asia and other parts of the country. So. Um, here, too, we have tools. And by the way, the same mask that will protect you against COVID-19 will also protect you against influenza. That's right. So, That's right. you know, we should we should think about the tools that we're using. And the, the thing I would say about both of those, Barbara is if you have any symptoms related to any of those, do not circulate. Do not go out. Do not get on the airplane. Do not go to that party. Do not go to that dinner party. Um, really, uh, e even though um, uh, uh, people sort of experience these things as relatively mild, you don't really know who's immune compromised and who you might expose for which that won't be a mild infection. So uh, we have tools for influenza. The flu vaccine, it's not too late to get a flu vaccine. In fact, flu season runs, generally speaking, well through February, maybe even March. And so this is a great time to get a flu vaccine if you have not gotten one. And by the way, we used to really focus on flu vaccines for 65 and older. Again, flu vaccines wildly available, really all ages. And so uh, we have tools to prevent, uh, to prevent flu and uh, masks work. Uh, you know, regular hygiene works, you know, washing of hands, those things that are common sense things we should continue to also encourage because they're they're useful. RSV is a little bit different because we don't have a test readily available to the public for RSV. Um, and in the case of RSV, unlike flu and unlike COVID, that's not to say that children have not gotten severe cases of COVID. They have. But RSV hits particularly hard in young people and in children. And we now have kids in school and in child care and in preschool and in activities. Um, and so here uh, I would say that um, when you have a young child who gets their upper respiratory anything, I, I would have a very low threshold for making sure that they get into medical care as quickly as possible to try to manage the symptoms of RSV. Um, we, uh, we, don't have an R, uh, we don't have a vaccine for RSV, a respiratory sensitive virus. We do not have... Uh, uh, a test for RSV. So, um, you know, we are in this triple risk threat, as it's referred to uh, at the moment. Um, 
again, this is partly that we're all coming out of what was an acute COVID, you know, shutdown and, and uh, you know, isolation, social isolation. As we come out, what I would say for, for parents, particularly of young children, is get them caught up on all of their vaccines. Uh, we have a lot of uh, children who are delayed in getting routine vaccines, MMWR and the like. And so, um, uh, you know, I've heard parents sort of say, well, you know, I had my child vaccinated for COVID. Should they also, you know, get vaccinated for, for flu? The answer is yes. Should they do their other childhood vaccines? Absolutely yes. And, you know, it seems that children with asthma seem to have a bit a harder time with this. That's right. That's right. But in any pre-existing condition, uh, diabetes, obesity, uh, asthma, uh, chronic obstructive lung disease, any time you have a pre-existing uh, pulmonary condition and you get exposed to an acute infection, whether that's viral or bacterial, those individuals are just uh, very much at higher risk, uh, both of an exacerbation of their underlying condition, but also importantly that that respiratory con condition can be quite severe. Well, we really appreciate that update, Dr. Hernandez. Any last comments for our listening audience? No, I would just say, you know, where I started, which is, you know, we've learned a lot about uh, how to protect one another and each other and our loved ones uh, from any of these infections. And what I would say is we shouldn't let our, our, uh, our guard down while we're, uh, you know, traveling for the holidays or, or convening with family and loved ones over Thanksgiving and the holidays that come. So where possible, keep doors open, keep windows open. If you can do things outdoors, outdoors is always much safer than indoors. If you are indoors, do something around air pur purification so you can keep kind of viruses at bay. And really, if you're going into a super crowded space uh, and you have an instinct, should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? If that is even a remote question, you probably should put on a mask. That's right. Yeah, I think they're, uh, those are all helpful. Um, I think you definitely want to treat the myalgias. And if you have a low-grade fever, you want to treat those very aggressively okay. with some kind of either Tylenol or an Advil or a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory uh, so that you can, uh, you know, kind of shut down the cytokines that make you feel achy and the like. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would also say, you know, you really got to listen to your body. And uh, if you're coming down with something, don't circulate, don't travel, cancel those flights. Um, uh, really just thinking both about one's own health, but also just that uh, as people get on the move and, you know, AAA is assuming people are going to be on the roads much like they were pre-pandemic levels. Yeah. Uh, that means, you know, airports, airplanes uh, and the like. So, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, uh, treat fever aggressively, treat myalgias aggressively, uh, sore throats, you know, uh, Lemon, little turmeric uh, can hurt. Uh, there's pretty good evidence that zinc is a good adjunct, adjunct treatment. And so uh, a, little, a little zinc if you get an upper respiratory infection. And, uh, and use all the tools that we have, whether those are test kits or vaccines. Um, but uh, we should really try to interrupt the cycle of several viruses circulating simultaneously that all have the potential of being 
uh, uh, quite pernicious to people, particularly if they have underlying uh, pulmonary conditions. Well, that's right, Dr. Hernandez. And I want to wish you a happy Indigenous Day and uh, keep safe. And thank you so much for always giving us some great advice. Always happy to be with you. And um, yes, we are all on Indigenous land and and we should be mindful of that as we move into uh, the weekend. Thank you. Dr. Hernandez, the CEO of the California Healthcare Foundation. Healthcare Untold. Healthcare Untold. Healthcare Untold.